Music Hong Kong. RTHK News. It's one o'clock. I'm Pierre Tremblay. The top stories. The Dean of Hong Kong U's Faculty of Medicine warns that the coronavirus outbreak in Hong Kong hasn't yet reached its peak. The mainland reports its highest daily increase of new COVID-19 infections for a week. And the former U.S. Vice President Joe Biden wins the latest Democratic presidential primary as billionaire Tom Steyer drops out. The dean of the University of Hong Kong's Faculty of Medicine, Professor Gabriel Leung, has warned that the coronavirus outbreak in Hong Kong hasn't yet reached its peak, saying it was too early to tell when it would be over and people shouldn't let their guard down. Professor Lang said the overall decline in new cases on the mainland showed that the first wave of the outbreak there was largely under control, except in the disease's epicenter of Hubei. But he said the rest of the world was only seeing the beginning of the outbreak. He said this would make containing the spread of the virus here more difficult, but Hong Kong's control measures were doing well. The rest of the world actually views Hong Kong, along with Singapore, as the gold standard in epidemic control. If you look at these two places, we have very similar absolute numbers of confirmed cases. Yet, we have a population that is one-third bigger than Singapore. So on a per capita basis, we are not doing too badly. But we must not let our guard down while being mindful that we have so far been fairly competent at keeping the containment strategy and it is a strategy that we should continue in Hong Kong. Professor Leung also urged the government to carefully plan the transport arrangements for bringing back Hong Kong people stuck in Hubei so as to prevent any potential spread of the disease. The government said it will charter flights to bring them home. Professor Leung said it was likely that some would test positive for the virus and stringent quarantine measures must be in place here. I think that it is extremely important that from the repatriation arrangements, i.e. the transport arrangements, from uh, Wuhan back to Hong Kong, including the buses, the coaches, the aeroplanes, uh, that whole chain of transport needs to be very carefully thought out and specially arranged so that you would not expose any of those people or indeed the people who are helping them to return to Hong Kong to any unnecessary risk. Meanwhile, China's reported 573 new COVID-19 infections, the highest for a week. The National Health Commission also reported 35 deaths, fewer than the 47 yesterday, and taking the death toll to 2,870. All but one of today's deaths and all but three of today's new cases were in Hubei province, the center of the outbreak. The total number of cases on the mainland is now approaching 80,000. And South Korea has today confirmed 376 more coronavirus cases, taking the national total to 3,526 infections, the largest number outside China. The Korea Centers for Disease Control and Prevention said nearly 90% of the new cases were in Daegu, the center of the country's outbreak, and a neighboring province. Medical sector lawmaker Pierre Chan has called on the government to better allocate resources so it can tackle any future infectious disease epidemic. Speaking on RTHK's letter to Hong Kong, he said during the current COVID-19 outbreak, the hospital authority only had enough for a month's supply of masks and protective gear. That's far short of the usual practice of maintaining three months' worth of stocks. Our frontline colleagues were furious about the chronic shortage of surgical masks and personal protective equipment that exacerbated the battle against the COVID-19 outbreak. Others were afraid of catching the virus when working in overcrowded wards. 
that will end up infecting their families and the community. In the long run, the government must enrich and integrate resources to tackle communicable disease outbreaks and improve collaboration of relevant stakeholders for better infection control. The hospital authority has condemned an act of vandalism targeting a clinic in Kwai Chung. Police say the South Kwai Chung Jockey Club General Outpatient Clinic in Kwai Sing Circuit was the target of an arson attack early this morning. No one was arrested. The hospital authority says acts like this threaten the safety of healthcare staff and patients and called for an end to them. The former U.S. Vice President Joe Biden has decisively won the latest Democratic presidential primary. Victory in South Carolina was regarded as vital to his survival in the race after unimpressive performances in three previous state ballots. The BBC's Barbara Plett Usher reports from the state capital, Columbia. This is Joe Biden's first win of the 2020 Democratic presidential race, and by all accounts, it's a convincing victory. He had long predicted that his appeal among black voters in South Carolina would revive his struggling campaign. With their support, he easily overcame a late effort by the frontrunner, Bernie Sanders, to upset his lead in a state he's long counted on as his firewall. And he established himself as Mr. Sanders' chief rival heading into Super Tuesday next week, when 14 states will be casting primary votes. Meanwhile, U.S. media is reporting that billionaire Tom Steyer has dropped out of the Democratic race. The French Prime Minister, Edouard Philippe, has said a proposed law to reform pensions will be pushed through Parliament by decree without giving MPs a vote. The reforms have resulted in nearly three months of strikes and protests. The BBC's Hugh Schofield is in Paris. The measure is known as the 49-3 because that's the article of the Fifth Republic Constitution which allows a French government to cut short debate in the National Assembly. Essentially, it turns the motion on a controversial bill like this into a motion of confidence. The government did not want to go down this road because using 49-3 invites the charge that it's being high-handed and undemocratic, forcing its pensions reform through rather than letting the debate run its course. In truth, though, the far-left opposition had tabled an unprecedented 40,000 amendments, and after two weeks of solid debate, only a fraction of the bill had been voted through. The British Prime Minister Boris Johnson and his partner Carrie Simons have announced that they're expecting a child in early summer and they're now engaged. Mr. Johnson has five or six children, it's not sure how many, from his two previous marriages and numerous affairs. The BBC's Ian Watson reports. There had been rumours at Westminster recently as Miss Simons hadn't been seen publicly and the Prime Minister hadn't undertaken foreign trips. Tonight it was confirmed that Miss Simons was pregnant and that she and Mr. Johnson are engaged. The Prime Minister's divorce to his second wife, Marina Wheeler, came through last week. The couple have four children, although in interviews, Boris Johnson has previously refused to answer questions about how many children he has. Carrie Simons is a former Conservative Party staffer and special advisor who later became an environmental campaigner. If she and Mr Johnson tie the knot, then he'll be the first Prime Minister to get married in office for 250 years. Turning to sports and a shocker in the English Premier League, Liverpool's hopes of finishing the season unbeaten have been dashed by Watford. The runaway league leaders were thrashed 3-0 at Vicarage Road. Ismail Yassar scored twice for the home side, while captain Troy Deeney also found the back of the net. The Reds had won their past 18 Premier League games and victory yesterday would have made history as the longest winning running in the English top flight. Manager Jurgen Klopp said now that the streak's over, they just have to move on. We got 3-0 down, but we still tried, not nothing, no silly situations on a pitch that somebody was really frustrated, tries to kick somebody or whatever. No, if you win, do it with uh, in the right manner. If you lose, 
do it like a man. So that's what we did tonight. We don't want to do that, and it feels um, exceptionally average. So it's um, absolutely not what we want to have, but we have to accept it now, and now let's carry on. West Ham climbed out of the relegation zone thanks to a 3-1 win over Southampton. New signing Jared Bowen, Sebastian Heiler and Michael Antonio scored for the Hammers, making their boss David Moyes a happy man. I said before the game that I thought good performances lead to results. We had a good performance against Liverpool uh, Monday night, I think it was. I always felt that the players have been improving. I think they have been getting better with really tough games. And uh, we took it on today. It was a different type of game than, than the, the game against Liverpool. But uh, we made a host of chances. I was more disappointed that, we, that we'd missed so many chances and, uh, or we could have been maybe further out of sight a bit earlier. Elsewhere, Bournemouth and Chelsea battled to an entertaining two-all draw at Vitality Stadium. Defender Marcos Alonso scored twice for the visitors, but Chelsea boss Frank Lampard made it clear his forwards must pick up the slack. You know, it's great that our, our left-back scores two goals, two fantastic goals. We're very pleased for him, but it can't be the way. We need to have goals from attacking areas. We have to when we're creating so many chances, and um, that makes it difficult. And then you can have nervy a few minutes in the games. We must handle them better in both boxes. That's obviously the, the cutting edge. If we had been doing that, I think fourth position would be very comfortable now. It's not, and we have to understand that and keep fine. To end the news, our top stories once again. The Dean of HKU's Faculty of Medicine warns that the coronavirus outbreak in Hong Kong hasn't yet reached its peak. The mainland reports its highest daily increase of new COVID-19 infections for a week, and the former U.S. Vice President Joe Biden wins the latest Democratic presidential primary as billionaire Tom Steyer drops out. The news from RTHK. This is a journey by a journey which along the way will bring to you new color, new dimension, new value, and a new experience. I know you deceive me, now here's a surprise. Of my trust in you and I was so far away 
I saw you holding lots of other guys and now you've got the nerve to say That you still want me Well that's as may be But you gotta stand trial Because all the while I can see for miles and miles I can see for miles and miles I can see for miles and miles and miles and miles and miles and Surprise. I know that you have Cause there's magic in my eyes I can see for miles and miles and Tower in the time all night to see on clear days. You thought that I would need a crystal ball to see you right through the haze. Well, there's a poke at you, you're gonna choke on it too, you're gonna need that smile because all the while I can see for miles and miles, I can see for miles and miles. Radio 3, heat seek through the 